What is up, party people? We are back. Episode 39 of Car Party. It's been a minute. Woo! And we back. And we back. Na, na, na. Ah, we miss y'all. <laughs> you spell that A-G-H in all caps in case you're wondering. That's how you spell that yeah. word chance noise. How you doing? And then you Kyle? say, I love my wife afterwards. I'm good, man. I'm actually, you know, I'm, I've missed you, surprisingly. Wow. I feel like I haven't seen your face in a long time. <laughs> you said that like, weird. it'd be like, uh, I have something like very odd. <laughs> this has never yeah. happened before, but I've I never missed miss you before, friendship. but wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good, man. I'm, uh, I actually just finished up my work day and I will be off for a week going back to the Midwest. I'll be spending some time with you yeah. and your lovely wife. So I'm very excited to, to be heading back that way starting tomorrow. You get to see my new condo. I do. I know. It'll be fun. Big boss moves. I told Kyle, I was like, yeah, you're going to be the first one to like, you know, visit it. He's like, I can't wait to mess up everything. <laughs> everything. Like, oh, great. <laughs> I hope it's still in boxes. It'll make it much easier. I'll just take it out of the boxes and mess it up. Yeah. I mean, you're probably, that would probably be more helping than not. Because that's what I need oh, to right. do is just take things out of boxes. Take things out of so boxes. Feel free to open whatever boxes you find. Yeah. You it's like over. you're actually long conning me where I think I'm messing. Oh, I'm really messing it up. You're like, no. <laughs> yeah. Don't well, put mess that it up over in there. that corner over there. Don't hang that on the wall. You won't. <laughs> it's like, like a little kid. <laughs> Uh, that's great. Well, we're back. We got a um, pretty normal podcast. Our last podcast with Cal. So thanks, Cal. That was a lot of fun, like a month ago or whatever that last podcast was. Um, so this week, we got some new music. I honestly haven't listened to all of these albums, like top to bottom, but I know they've been hot in the streets. Either people have been talking about them, like them, don't like them. Um, so I think we got a good playlist coming for you this week. And we've got our throwback portion. Um, artists that start with J, which is hot. Way better than I. <laughs> not a lot of I's. Whole lot of J's. I'm uh I'm not getting trying to get too ahead of myself here, but J might be the biggest artist letter out of all of them, if I had to Maybe. guess. Maybe. It's definitely the biggest one yet, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, we're definitely gonna both come away with a nice little list here. So looking forward to that. Follow Instagram at, at car party pod. Let us know which J you love because there's gonna be a lot to go around. So it'll be a fun one to ask you guys. Um if you're new here. The episode description has a playlist of the songs we talk about in order. How convenient is that? Because I commonly mess up everything when I talk about something. I forget you to also say often it. I say don't the wrong say album. Yes. I say I don't say it at all. Like there's there's you say every an artist name that just doesn't exist. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, so yeah, check that out. Episode description. Also type in Car Party playlist on Spotify. I've been uh, ripping that pregame playlist I made. That's like twelve hours long. I'm I'm liking it's pretty it. Good. I'm liking it. It's pretty good. I. Uh, I feel like it's it's a good balance. I'm trying to think of like all different people that would listen to it. I've heard some people play it at like a little tailgate, just like a little pregame, and it seems to be going well. So we're gonna keep adding stuff to that, and then if like a song gets kind of old, I'll delete stuff from there. So go follow that. It's a good playlist. Don't toot my own horn. Um, so go subscribe, toot, toot. rate, review, do all those things. We're gonna start with some news. There's been a lot going on. We're gonna first mm-hmm. start with some Kanye. So Kanye has been uh, busy <laughs> since we've made our last one. He has basically been doing – well, he lived in a stadium. He imprisoned himself in the Mercedes-Benz Not Arena just one. In Atlanta. And now he's – I don't know if he's actually he's been living. been three, I think, hasn't he? I don't know about if there's Maybe a Maybe he's only one. lived in one. But. but I'm not sure if he's living in Soldier Field or if, has, if he's actually living in, like, a normal place to live. Um, so he did these weird uh, little, like, oh, this is my album. And he would just kind of play his half-finished album, just walk around a stadium in these weird clothing and just watch people listen to him. And he's doing that for a third time this week in Chicago on Thursday. The difference of this time, 
uh, well, who knows? The Def Jam president and his manager <laughs> said it's 100% dropping this week after this happens. Um, yeah, we'll see. He's constructing his familyhood home in the middle of the stadium to look just like Donda, his mother's house. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. So th- the other thing here is there's a little beef going on with Drake and Kanye. Um, mm-hmm. I'll kind of like introduce it and Kyle can take it away with whatever I missed. So I guess they've not really been the friendliest of folks for a while, but... 12 years. They haven't been friends for 12 years? Yeah, this started 12 years ago. Oh, damn. I saw something about 2018 that they were like, chill, and they fell out of something again. So I'll give you just a a very brief... um, Let's call it the, like... Three hours later. sneak dissing (laughs) back and forth is really what it comes down to. So 2009, Kanye West... uh, critiqued like drake's lyrics on a a young money song i don't even remember at this point what song it was but that was like the first thing that ever came out where they were kind of like butting heads about lyrical ability and shit like that and then they would kind of just like sneak this back and forth very very subtly very soft very drake and kanye-esque for a long time until sicko mode in which a lot of people think that drake was kind of just like all out for kanye on sicko mode and then even led to kanye being like pissed about it and then kim kardashian tweeting about it saying like don't ever come for my husband or my family and drake just being like yeah okay and uh ever since then like they've kind of just been constantly doing that shit like travis scott got involved because he was on sicko mode at one point it's just like been a bunch of corny shit back and forth and then finally here when was it song just dropped last friday i think didn't it or maybe a week before that and uh there was like a very subtle potential jab yeah, I have the people line because I thought saying, it's like go so for it. Yeah, tame. Hit, hit me with the line. It's the song's "Betrayal" by Trippy Red, and it's all these fools I'm beefing that I barely know. Forty five, forty four, burned out, let it go. Yay, ain't changing shit for me. It's set in stone. So forty five, forty four. I think that's how old Pusha T and Kanye are. And Correct. It, that, that was just such a tame line to like start this. Like then Kanye supposedly added him to a group message and told yeah, him, like, and just like told, told him, him he was going to come for him. <laughs> and then yeah. fucking put on Instagram his address. <laughs> like Kanye yeah, he just nuts. he just put out Drake's address. Like uh, wow, Kanye. Okay. Yeah. Going full psychotic with it, but and p- there's also some people are arguing over whether or not uh, Yay was actually said or if it was you ain't changing shit for me. Oh. So some people are claiming he said yay ain't changing shit for me. Some people are saying you ain't changing shit for me, which would have I mean it's pretty clear despite well not clear I shouldn't say, but it's a very soft sneak diss, if any. So Kanye taking it this hard is just indicative yeah. of how wild Kanye is in general. Yeah. I think uh either way it's just been kind of fun to watch. But we did poll the people um, would you rather have, are you more excited for Donda? Or are you more excited for Certified Lover, Lover Boy? Um, Drake's forthcoming album. 69% nice said Donda. So our people are looking more oh. forward to Kanye, which I honestly, I'm a little, if I had to say which one I think is going to be better, I would say Certified Lover Boy. Yeah. But there's always like that fun hype excitement with a Kanye project. So it's like, kinda, what if it is right. at, as good as it could be? <laughs> right. Yeah. So I get both sides. Uh, so I think that's good. Yeah, I would say this is this the way I would say it. Certified Loverboy has a significantly lower ceiling, could but it has that. a much higher floor. Oh, yeah. You following yeah, yeah, yeah. me? Yeah. Whereas Donda has a much higher ceiling, but a much, 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 oh, much God, lower yeah. floor. <laughs> yeah. We are talking about like a warehouse with that one. That's yeah, a good way to put straight it. Up. Uh, straight up. And then another quick thing. I haven't talked to you since Lala, I don't think. Um, kind of paved the way for festivals. They did like uh, either 
um, be vaxxed and show your vax card or um, like have a negative COVID test. And there weren't, wasn't that much COVID. So near, near, ugh, every single festival that is like happening now is doing that same thing. So you're welcome yeah. for being the guinea pig. Everyone was like, oh, my God, everyone's going to get COVID. And only like 30 people did. <laughs> so it's pretty festivals good. are decently pretty safe. Uh, that's pretty good. And Miley Cyrus. Well, just to be clear, we're not health officials. Don't take no, our advice. No. But I'm, Ryan had fun. I am paraphrasing a health official i think <laughs> <laughs> and uh miley cyrus is an absolute superstar unbelievable yeah. show like the songs i didn't know also Cass was the happiest i've ever seen her in her entire life like i've never seen a human that happy. was she smiling oh my god smiling ear to ear like she is i always knew she was like a miley absolute stand day one miley fan but wow i was like you know every word of every song and you were losing your mind so that was really fun to see uh good on miley for that lala show and uh, maybe go catch a festival if you feel comfortable doing so. Last thing we got is this Kendrick Lamar letter. So we heard from Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he said, hey. He said a lot without saying much at all. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't know if, to, if we should read any more into this. Should we be excited that Kendrick is thinking about making an album? I know it's going to be his last one on TDE just from a contract mm-hmm. standpoint. Um, did you have any takeaways from that little spiel of his? Yes and no. So I, I'm, he said it in a very polite and like amicable way of leaving the label, which is always promising. It doesn't mean that he's, you know, having any sort of stress put on him about the album he's going to release. It doesn't mean that they're pressuring him to do another album or and to the, resign. And the so, TD president was like, oh no, this is like, this is not yeah. a bad blood thing. It's Ken- all good. Er, Kendrick's going to do his own label, people think, after yeah. this, which makes sense. Well, yeah, I mean, which makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. So I like that. And so from that perspective, I think that they're going to do everything they can to have his last album be as authentically Kendrick as possible, just to like finalize, like, hey, send off. Thank you for everything you did for TDE. We appreciate you. Here's your final album. We're not going to fuck with it at all, which would be very good. So that's a takeaway for mm-hmm. me. The second one is he has a single coming out this Friday with Baby Keem. And they like grew up around each other. So that's promising too because Kendrick hasn't really been like any guest verse that Kendrick has had recently has been a reused recycled one from years ago right my gut tells me this is going to be a new one yeah and that's always promising it means he's in the studio so that's kind of my big takeaway right now cool yeah that's exciting um and then for you pop heads country heads out there Ed Sheeran's coming out with his album in a few a month or so and so is Casey Musgraves so lot of looking things to look forward to. Let's get to new music. We were starting out with Billie Eilish. She had her second album, Happier Than Ever. Um, I feel like a lot of time with sophomore albums, people feel like a lot of pressure, especially when the first one was huge. She cleaned up at the Grammys. But it was kind of the opposite feel for her. She was like, you know what? I just had the ability to sit back, just create music, and see what felt right and see what happened. And then there wasn't really a lot of planning. It's just like this music just felt right to her. Um, so the album's called Happier Than Ever. And but it's interesting. It's it's not really joyful. She's kind of said, you know, none of these songs are joyful, and so much of it is that like super soft spoken Billy that's just like yeah. whispering into so a I, mic. I did something a little bit cheeky, Ryan. Okay. For for this week's playlist, I made up nicknames for all of the artists based on how I feel about the music I listen to. Okay. Let's see and for it's, I went it's sleepy booth Billy. Sleepy sleepy booth. sleepy yeah. booth Billy because like in the in the booth she sounds like she's sleepy on the mic. Yeah. But it, I think there's still like a lot of intensity there, a lot of intensity, confidence, and in like saying something. I, I, w- I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's sleepy. 
I would say it's just kind of very quiet. I'm not saying sleepy in a bad way necessarily. It's like a baby is sleeping next to her and she's got to be quiet yeah. the whole album. No, it's, that's fine. I, I More so for me, it was just funny in my mind visualizing her in a booth and it's dead quiet outside of her headphones and having her be like... <laughs> and just like the producer's like, that sounds great. Sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. like, Thank you. That is kind of <laughs> what it sounds like for a lot of this album. Um, and, it, and it sounds like a lot of venting. Um, mm-hmm. Just... You know, oh, she's she's good. Like, don't don't let my little joke yeah, about yeah. this whole situation imply I don't like the album. She's good. Yeah, but. it's like a lot of telling people off. Like, there's like this, um, like minute and a half song of her just talking, and it's just like, oh, do you not like my body? Do you not like this part about me? Do you not like this shit about me? And it's just like, fuck, I love this. I love her just being like, you know, if if you're gonna say this shit, keep saying it because I don't care. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of that. And, uh, of course, Phineas having like an in-house producer that does all your stuff. It's so critical in pop music. Like, like it, literally in your house growing up. Yeah, literally. It makes her music just explode off the page. Like yeah. not saying she wouldn't be where she is without him, but that it's such a dynamic, awesome team. So yeah. Great album. Phineas is her, her very talented older brother. I think older. I believe so. Yep. He's got an album coming out as well, I believe, which is going to be interesting. Yeah. His own music Hopefully is, is cool as well. So, cool uh we got isaiah rashad next one of kendrick lamar's label mates from tde putting out an album uh i like the album as a whole i don't think it's gonna hit for everyone so Mm -hmm. i picked the song off of it that i think would probably be more palatable for everyone uh the nickname that i determined for him was tiny desk isaiah because Mm -hmm. i feel like he would be sick in that kind of setting like yeah quiet not like a lively concert but being able to hear him actually go through and do it i actually need to look up and see if he has a tiny desk he probably does which would be sick but yeah it'd be pretty good uh, he's a great storyteller i think he's a very good rapper but i think he's a very specific type of person in rap that a lot of people won't mesh with yeah i got kind of confused because i've been seeing kind of for the past year people excited about him you know releasing something and it's on the hip-hop heads like reddit page which is uh, usually like very like rap um, heavy and I like almost feel like this isn't rap it almost feels like a kind of chill R&B almost like a yeah. less funky Anderson pack it's so mm-hmm. I didn't it's love moody, the album yeah bit. moody so it was just, it was just kind of confusing it's but okay. now that we kind of talk about it it's it's maybe somewhere in between like a Kendrick Lamar a J. Cole and like an Ian Dior a Juice World like that sure. moody part of hip-hop and then the kind of technical part would you like this album better live Maybe. I don't know. I think it's just like an unfamiliar thing. Most of yeah. these albums on this um, playlist I probably listened to one time. So okay. I'm not going to be super like, this is my thoughts. The Billy one I've, yeah, I've yeah. ran through a few times. But um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to hear. And I feel like you kind of explained it with him being a little chiller. Because I didn't really get the hype. But mm-hmm. I get why it's an enjoyable album for a lot of people. I still listen to this album probably, not the entire thing, but sections of it once a week. <laughs> That's how much I like it. So. Cool. So it, got, it got been, great reviews. It was yeah. It did. So yeah. I so if you've been following the the playlist and you feel like, or excuse me, the 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 podcast and you feel like we have similar music tastes, you and I, listener, <laughs> give this a listen. See what you think. Yeah. So. That's why I think it's kind of fun. Is we just like these are just little tastes of things, and if you like it, you 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 dive deeper. And this two minute spiel either is interesting or you know whatever. Go to the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to kick off the next guy, or you want me to? Yeah, so next one we have Nas, legendary rapper. If you don't know about Nas, where you been? Where you been? He's uh, put out a um, another a sequel to his King's Disease from, I think, last year or two years ago, produced by Hit Boy once again. This is King's Disease 2. So the first one won 
um, the album for rap album of the year or the Grammy for rap album of the year, I believe. And our kind of takeaway was like, eh, it wasn't that good of an album, but Nas, I don't know if he's ever won a Grammy or hasn't won a best album. So it's kind of like, all right, maybe we just got to give this guy his album. Here you like, go. He's due. Yeah, he's due. <laughs> exactly. But this one is pretty legit. Like It's really good. I, I kind of backwards fell into it. I like to avoid reviews of things I really like. This one, I just saw people raving about it. I went to it. I was like, damn. The the fire this 47-year-old still has as one of the best rappers of all time is so impressive. So yeah. impressive. Yeah, he's gas. Uh the nickname I gave him, I'm I'm sticking with this nickname thing until you tell me it's not worth it anymore. Uh, <laughs> never change Nas. I'm just going to let you crash and burn. Yeah, why not? I don't care. I'll do it every time. Never change Nas. I mean, it's just mm. he's he's so consistent with his lyrical ability. And it's, I mean, if you don't, like Ryan said, if you don't know Nas, I don't know what the hell you're on. But give this album a listen. It's the best album I think he has put out. Are you gonna... In like a decade. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is that? I wasn't gonna say ever. No, yeah. <laughs> no, Elmatic is is obviously number yeah. one. No, it's it's, it's definitely his best album. for a long time. And uh, yeah. I didn't even finish this one. Ooh, a blast is on this too. I got to give this a full listen. I actually, so I, I was actually gonna bring that up. You are on blast. You liked him. I, I did not like him. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that album. I, blast is growing on me. Oh, yeah. So you showed me I blast. Listened. So it's just well, like I know. <laughs> I know. I showed you blast. I'm just saying that like I was a little bit out on the album, and you're like, no, I like it. And I was like, okay, Dude, I, I still like that one. Um, there's also a Lauren Hill feature, which I thought she was just yeah. done making music forever, and it oh, was no. people were like, was that the best feature on the whole album? Like she, she is still an incredible yes. rapper. It, it absolutely was the best feature on the there's whole. There's a album. beat switch in there. The, it's got I mean, old miss- school vibes. Ooh. It's good. Miseducation is one of the best albums of all time. So yeah. people need to stop sleeping. But for sure. So uh, I've enjoyed um, kind of like Billy's album, this like fuck all that noise songs. And the next one mm-hmm. is one of those like fuck all that noise songs. Why don't yeah. you tell us what it is, Kyle? Yeah, it's Rumors by Lizzo and Cardi B, <laughs> which is, <laughs> I mean, I love Lizzo. Lizzo yeah. loves life. She's just all about it. Love life, Lizzo. One of those slightly like of those. In, uh, unpredictable Kyle likes. Like, I don't know if you... Like, I don't know why I love Listen Lizzo to this so podcast. Much. You're like, Kyle definitely likes Lizzo and... Uh, God, what's another really weird one? Oh, AJR. <laughs> there it is. Hey, <laughs> something add, about AJR. Bu- to the weird bucket of <laughs> Kyle artists. Some, something about AJR just gets me. I don't know what it is. But yeah, I feel like I want to buy one of those things that says like live love happiness like the little three thing and then mm. i wanted to say like love life lizzo like just <laughs> yeah. she's just so hype all the time but and then cardi b just doing a cardi b verse but you with like a cutoff in like your sleeves and like a shirt that mm-hmm. said that would be hilarious just oh my like, god what is an even better idea doing yeah it's an even better idea <laughs> this guy confuses the shit out of me <laughs> yeah and then a name tag like, that says I hi look- my name is kyle <laughs> it's just like what <laughs> I- I look like I'm going to fight you while drinking a monster, but uh, I love Lizzo. <laughs> exactly. So. <laughs> I you anything you to say this about this song? Yeah, I, I enjoy not it. Not really. It's just super fun. I, yeah. I, I, there's not a whole lot to say. Listen to it. It is a great song, and you will play it this summer, and you'll love it. I think, yeah, I think it's a good switch up to the playlist. Add some variety. It's like people mm-hmm. who like hip-hop, but not so technical of hip-hop, like rap mm-hmm. that we've been putting on this playlist. Uh, so, yeah, we haven't heard from Lizzo since, like, 2019. It's probably... A single to an upcoming album and it was good it was another just like hey if you don't like me fuck you because you're listening to my song <laughs> like I love it's it. this will come on at parties this summer or like at a bar this summer and people are going to be like oh shit what is this yeah good stuff. very fun we still got our um song of the summer cooking i've got a i've got a small list of songs so if you if you think you know a song of the summer 
I don't know when we're really going to end it. I feel like the unofficial is like Labor Day. When is summer say, coming? When is when summer stop over? being so fucking hot all the time. Um, so, yeah, we'll keep going. Yeah, going. I saw it's going to be like 90 and humid when I'm in Chicago, so woohoo. Thanks yes, a lot. It's going to be hot. All right, so this next one actually brought up an interesting debate on Reddit. This is a new album from Lord called Solar Power. I believe that's the album. I don't think I fucked it up because that's the song. Anyhow. Nope, you're good. Got it. Um, so the debate was like, what is the difference of a cohesive album and a same-sounding album? So a lot of people thought this album was very same-sounding. Um, I'll just kind of start with describing why she made this album because that's kind of like what I like most about music. I don't really give a shit what people think about it. I care what the artists think about it. So this is kind of like her celebration of the natural world, like the transcendent feelings she gets when she's outside. So she's from New Zealand and she just loves New Zealand summers. She put like cicadas in a lot of the um, songs and just like that was just 100% where this album came from. If you think about when she made it, it was during COVID. So outside was like her, you know, her way It was to, her jam. Yeah, refill her. Um, refuel during COVID and all that. Ben, refill her? Re- refuel she a gas her. tank? <laughs> she is a gas tank. We all have gas tanks of emotions and happiness, Kyle, and that's oh, wow. how she refills hers. It's a nice... Uh, yes. Nice. So it's. A, I think the issue with why people were so hyped about it, Lord A is incredibly talented and amazing, mm-hmm. and she hasn't had an album in four years. The album four years ago, Melodrama, was just critically acclaimed, and it, it kind of had bops on it, and this one does not have any bops on it. Um, so I think the moral of the story is like, she didn't make the album you wanted to hear, and a lot of people are like, oh, this is very same-sounding. But at the same time, it's very same-sounding. <laughs> like, I'm somewhere yeah. in the middle there. I was like, I'm happy that you made an so album you care about, but it's it's I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> like, right. But I respect you. <laughs> I'm somewhere in there. Wildly talented. I, it's very – it's kind of a hippy-dippy album, which is not a mm-hmm. not a bad thing by any means, but I'm I'm in the middle camp too. I think I could have used – I don't know if it's necessarily a switch up in the sound necessarily, but I like outside. Like I'll be the first <laughs> to tell you, I, I enjoy I like outside. trees, man. I like them. <laughs> like, I, like I, I like a good tree. I have a paddle board. I've definitely I been go outside. outside. You sound like a uh, robot who's never been outside. Like I love outside. <laughs> Trust like, me. The second I you love spin outside. that knob and you walk out that door, it's it's different out there. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's not inside. It's outside. Uh, Forty three minutes and thirteen seconds about it. <laughs> can we talk about i don't know something inside maybe <laughs> yeah like maybe maybe go inside like i've been uh, inside a lot over the past 17 months but it's true so uh, i don't know the other it's, thing I think but is, it is good like it's it's a good album. yeah it's it's good it's not bad um the other thing i think is happening is the jack antonoff the producer is taking over the world and just producing everything um particularly a lot of female pop stars records so this is this one uh saint vincent all the um taylor swift ones and there's a lot of this that sounds really similar to saint vincent and it's like all right jack antonoff are you doing the john bellion for all these like different pop artist albums where they're starting to all sound together like i don't i don't love when that happens i like when my artists have different sounds and this or that Uh, the other thing she was on hot ones the show where you just like eat spicy wings unfazed she was just pounding them she just ate them she didn't have a sip of water and like sweat it was unbelievable. Did not care. She's so, like, oh, well, I like the flavor on that. I was like, like, oh, this is girl, She had what? like a, multiple bites of like the hottest one. She's insane. She's insane. She's nuts. So go watch that so. if you want to like know what kind of a peaceful, wonderful individual Lord is. She um, was very nice. She was a very settling okay. person to listen to being interviewed. It's funny. She didn't have any water. And then I feel like the guy that does it, it, like he eats wings all the time, but he like has a little water while it goes. And he's like, damn, like 
I want some water, but I can't because she yeah, doesn't he, have any water. He, Sean Evans has always said he's the host. He's always said that he does. He reciprocates what they do. Yeah. yeah. And so you could tell he was like, we're really not going to have any water. We don't want to have <laughs> yeah, any water. It was amazing. <laughs> it's a great watch. So go watch that. Yeah. Um, so funny. Yeah, she yeah. was a she was a badass in that. So uh, from a badass on the wing court to a badass in the streets. Oh, bro, Buffalo Wings. That was a perfect transition. Oh, I didn't even think about it until easier. right now. Yeah, it's gonna be way easier. Benny the so Benny the Butcher from, from Buffalo, and they have great wings there. there By the way, wing nuts in Buffalo. On the trial to try list. Did you listen to part of my take? They're yes, talking about that shit. I'm very in the night. We gotta go to Buffalo and get interested. wing wing nuts. I'm very interested. That's a very deep cut. So if you don't understand, it's all good. But look up wing nuts in Buffalo. Apparently, we gotta go there. Uh, Benny the Butcher, another album, same kind of vibe. Just kind of I, I his nickname. This is the the last one I'm gonna tell you because I was really <laughs> proud of it. Uh, I went with King Penny the Butcher because he's like a drug kingpin. Oh, I see. King King Penny the Butcher. Yes, got it. <laughs> gotta explain nice. that to your uh not right, so hood well. friend ryan yeah sorry uh drug rap classic old school you know 808 smacking bars mm-hmm. conway machine same thing yeah so. if you're uh wondering which album this is because he's dropping a lot of music this is pyrex picasso did you know he recorded this in one day i did and yeah. uh he recorded it in april of 2019 and just put it out now so kind yeah. of an interesting Spe- you know yeah, he's he's later. all over the place. So so also speaking of Benny the Butcher and part of my take, did you know they're oh, putting yeah. out a song with Benny the <laughs> Damn, Butcher? Damn, we had this perfect transition. Oh my just god, such an easy transition. Just, god, I, I did, I really did. But I, so, I thought um, it was cool because like Benny the Butcher is a pretty deep cut rapper. Like all rap fans yeah. know Benny the Butcher, but the fact that like they like to do you know their their silly songs with people, but the fact they're doing it with like such a prolific rapper is hilarious. Yeah. And like Benny the Butcher is like really about that life. <laughs> we so should we should overly. I think I think it'll be on Spotify. We should overly overly critique oh, it'll that be on song. Spotify. On a, uh, it'll be on Spotify on for episode. sure. But they said it was like <laughs> they said Big Cat went in the booth after Benny the Butcher, and he said Benny the Butcher went in, did it in one take, and walked out, and he was just like, "Oh my god, that was so intimidating." <laughs> now I had to go rap. <laughs> like that's so funny. Uh, also, yeah. apparently, apparently PFT smoked with them, which. Like, yeah. don't smoke with rappers. That's <laughs> yeah. a terrible like, choice. I was high for two days. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible choice. So, uh, man, I, you, I had a lot of good transitions there, and I didn't use any of them. Yeah, different, but. kind of different question about this album. Do you hold albums like this that are made in one day to, like, the same standard as, like, you know, an album? Do you think about it differently? Do you think about it like a mixtape, or are you just like, this is music, and my ear is cool? I I personally, especially these days, it's tough to think about albums like albums unless it's, like, a Kendrick albums Lamar these album. Days. <laughs> If we're being real, like that's kind of how I feel. Because like, what's what's the cohesive point of a Benny the Butcher album to talk about drugs and killing people? Like, that's true. I'm not I'm not trying to belittle like his content. Like he is great at rapping and he has a lot of really good storytelling songs. But there's not a theme to this album, so how am I supposed to digest it? Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of that's kind of my thing. I just view it as like, okay, from this album, which are my things that I'm going to pick apart and take and continue to listen to moving forward, and what am I not not well, cohesively, this album really told me about. I was like, no, Murdering that's, that's not the point at this point. <laughs> yeah, so, but I love Benny the Butcher. I think he's he is arguably my favorite rapper that's consistently putting out music right now. Yeah, Benny the Butcher, great name, easy to Google. Not a great name that's not easy to Google is Dave. This next guy is just Dave, and he's a fantastic rapper. He's a British rapper. Yeah. Um, this album, I think it came out a few months ago. I was kind of late to it. We're all alone in this. Um, he just needs a new name like Dave 
I just can't take you seriously with that. I think about like the show with Lil Dicky when Easy I to just type in Dave. But like if I Google Dave, he's not going to be the first one that comes up. Anyway. Easy to remember. Um, that was my, my bad things about Dave. My good things. This is a great uh, rap album. Maybe a rap album of the year, people are saying. Um, he's got great, straightforward storytelling. Um, he said his first album was a concept, and this is a canon. He's like, this thing's just going to explain itself, and it just totally does. Uh, the song I put on the playlist is called Three Rivers, and it kind of gave me like a little history lesson of something I either knew or forgot about, um, like the Windrush generation, which is basically like the Caribbean uh, migration in the 60s and 70s. They came to the UK because there was like a labor shortage, and then like they kind of you know became home in the UK, and then recently they've been like, oh, we're going to deport you. And he was just kind of telling about the struggles of that and how that's bullshit and all this and that. And he just said it so elegantly. It was like I was listening to the History Channel for five minutes. So mm-hmm. um, I put that one on the playlist. It's it's kind of indicative of the the album. It's just a lot of easy-to-listen-to storytelling where sometimes rap is not. Um, yeah. I really I really appreciated it. Borderline political rap, which yeah. is not, not a – that's a good thing in this in- instance. It reminds me a lot of Kendrick's album called, which was the one that was very similar to this. To Pimp a Butterfly? To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah. It actually reminds me a lot of that album. Um, That's a good comparison. Which is a very big compliment. So, yeah, yeah I, I don't love the album. I like I like the storytelling elements. I like feeling like I learned <clears> something. <throat> Am I going to just go listen to it consistently? No, not by any means. Uh, do I think it'll win album of the year? No, but I can respect why people are saying something like that because mm-hmm. it's rap that means something, which mm-hmm. is becoming less and less prevalent these days. And I like that from Dave. Uh, yeah, he needs a new name. You're not lying. <laughs> but Dave, like, so yeah, I would say it's worth listening to. I, I hate to say that people pick albums like this as sleepers for album of the year because of the message that they bring as opposed to looking at it like sonically as an album from a how well is this wrapped, how well is the production put together, because do I think that it's as good as even Nas's album that just came out? No, I don't, but I can appreciate why people are putting it as that kind of sleeper pick. Yeah, I kind of disagree because I think like technically, like I, w- I would listen to this more than some, like probably more than a Benny the Butcher album, although I respect both of them. I think he's just he's just a pretty good technical rapper, um, but it isn't. Yeah, it's not the easiest to like listen to. It's not, it's not something that ever will be on a radio or something. But I think it's worth mentioning yeah. in our. I think I'm excited for our um, kind of rap album of the year conversation. Once yeah, it comes down to it, there's a lot of good ones. Um, yeah, so even yeah. and there's a few uh, a few really good foreign albums. So one from we have two from the UK, and then we had another one from maybe like South Africa or something like that. I can't even remember off the top of my head, but we got some options. So we're gonna we're gonna bring the heat this I year and give options. you some deep cuts. You do. Uh, okay, talking from a very political, very good rap to, yeah. <laughs> to, to Smiley featuring Drake called oh, Over the Top. This song makes me I laugh. need a version of this where we just get rid of Smiley. No, like, I dude, don't, I'm starting to like love, love it because it's so <laughs> bad. Like it's I really bad. love it. Every time he comes in, yeah, I'm a controller blah. It's just like smiling oh ear to God. ear. He's, smiley is so bad. But, <laughs> it's uh, amazing. I just... What I'm mad about is um, – I'm not mad about it because maybe it means that he has better lines for his album. But the fact that Drake gave this line to this song instead of keeping it for an album 
makes me so mad. The the one where he goes, Nike don't pay me to tell you just do it. They pay me to show you I do it again. Yeah. I was like, how are you not going to put that on an album, dude? Yeah, that one like, pops that out to me. hot line. When like a line yeah. pops out to a non-lyrical brain like me, and I'm like, oh shit, that was a good one. <laughs> That's when yeah. you know it's really good. So I was like, when, I, when that came through on this song, I was just like, you couldn't put this somewhere else. You yeah. <laughs> But it was a good verse. Right. It was a good verse. And it was so worth the laugh. Um, you, did you see the yeah. thing I put on Instagram where it's like the two guys in the studio and they're like bopping like, man, this song is great. And then it zooms in on their face and they're like, this is horrible now. Right. When the other guys <laughs> yeah. first starts, yeah. it's so perfect for this. Song. So perfect. Yeah. Woo. But the Drake verse is fire. No, so. it's great. It's great. It's yeah. worth the comedic relief and the good Drake yeah. verse. Um, and to wrap it out, I got three EDM songs. Yeah. Just, just run through them. I don't have much to say. Yeah. About I think, maybe someone can find at least one they like so first one is kygo new track love me now 87 percent of people said kygo doesn't miss i was like does kygo keep doing the same shit and you want him to mix it up or does he not miss the people like kygo so did this on corny kygo corny kygo is that what you're saying yeah yeah it's more like repetitive it can't be corny i guess yeah whatever you can you can think whatever you want kyle um, thanks so the kygo is like kind of the beach outside summer fun early fall vacation you're by a pool that's kind of where you plug this song in next one of the three is n-u-z-b with distracted we're getting a little grittier now a little little less corny uh got a nice little deep house beat i think this can throw in a little party vibes a little background bounce maybe once it starts to get a little colder you're having some some pre-games this actually reminded me of like the literal worst thing in the world when you're going to a party or something when it's cold and you walk inside and your glasses fog up like nerd problem 101 it's horrible say, like, you're like i can't I, see anything do i like have my I've fog seen glasses that on to you. do i take them off and then i can't see anything or do i just wipe <laughs> them off like windshield wipers like it's just the worst so i have seen that happen to you in many a bar which it is, happens I, when it's really hot too it happened the other day i was yeah. like damn it this is only supposed to happen in the winter so yeah it happens <laughs> all the time yeah. man i can't problems. relate but do you have a funny name for that song no cool you just uh, zoned out and then the last one it gets a little grittier gets a little dubstepier um all through the night i, I literally Jules. said like i literally said i got nothing the last <laughs> two i got nothing that's what i wrote down so. so this one is uh more of like an individual edm song so maybe like a little like last rep at the gym kind of deal um but i i think i might start doing that more of just kind of throwing out three different edm songs and just like pick one instead of trying to like find one i really like because like people have such different tastes so i think everyone's gonna it's like smart i like that so and then if I ever have one that I'm like, oh, wow, then I can comment on it. Yeah, you don't but. have to be like, this blows. Anything else? Yeah, I feel like I provide nothing. I'm like, God, oh, next, I don't like that one. <laughs> Try again, buddy. Find more horns. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great Kyle impression, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. All right. All right. We got top three A to Z. We are back, and we are better than ever with the letter J. So for those who have never listened before or listening this far into the podcast for the first time, thanks for sticking around. Uh, top three A to podcast, Z is essentially – so yeah. Yeah, if you made it this far, it must be decent. But uh, top three A to Z is essentially a segment where you get to choose three artists from every letter, so A, B, C, so on and so forth. And then once you get to the end of your list, after all of the letters, you get to have an iPad or iPad. I don't know what I just said there. iPad. Or your phone or whatever it may be, wherever you use your music. And those are the only artists you would be able to pick music from. Now, the second caveat is if you choose somebody who is still living – and they have the potential to put out new music in the you're future. You're allowed to murder them. <laughs> you're allowed to murder them. Not by our like that's just that's human nature. We don't we don't condone it. But uh, <laughs> that's so stupid. You get 
all of the music they've already put out and then a future on any discography they'll have moving forward. So if you think a new up-and-comer who only has a few songs is going to have a hit it big, you might take that bet on him. Whereas somebody like a uh, Jimi Hendrix or a Mac Miller or whoever it may be, somebody who has passed away and has no chance of putting out additional music, you're stuck with the discography you have. Mm-hmm. So everybody keeping notes at home. Now you know how to do the segment. Congratulations. We are on the letter J. Any questions, anyone? We'll give a second if anyone has any questions. All right. No questions. Oh, I must explain <laughs> that pretty well. That's good. Uh, I get to go first, as is customary around here, and I'm torn because there are two names. I'm just going to take are, the other one. <laughs> I know. That's, that's the thing. So yeah. it's like I'm not really that torn because I know you're going to take the other one. So I'm going to start with Jay-Z. Favorite oh. rapper of all time. Shit. Who'd you th- You didn't even think of him? I mean, I, I definitely thought of him, but I was thinking. Oh, I might be able to sneak one. away with, with a couple yeah, of Yeah, I mean, we're, we're both going to win the trade here. We're yeah. both going to come away with a great haul. Um, I mean, that's an obvious pick for me. He's my yeah. favorite rapper of all time. Yeah. Discography speaks for itself. Yeah, I think you're going to be happy because there's a lot of things I don't really want to take. I think I would rather have John so Bellion than J. Cole. I was thinking okay. John Bellion and J. Cole. Yeah. So I'm going to so take John I, Bellion first. It sounded like I just took two things, but I'll take John <laughs> Bellion. <laughs> I, so I, in my mind, this was how this was going to go. I was going to take J. Cole. Or excuse me, I was going to take Jay-Z, you were going to take Bellion, and I was going to take J. Cole. That is mm-hmm. what now has happened. <laughs> yes. Uh, so and I'm fine with that. I don't really need Jay-Z or J. Cole. Um, no. I would have taken J. Cole just out of spite if he took John Bellion, <laughs> but I think I think we're all happy here. <laughs> well, that's, um, see, that's the thing. is like I I thought you would potentially spite me by taking Jay-Z if I took somebody else Oh, first. no. No. So I respect I the hell out of Jay-Z, but I don't listen to him a lot. I listened to John Bellion. See, I, I thought about playing it that way too and be like, oh, but then I knew you'd take J. Cole. So What's I was crazy like, eh, whatever. is I took John Bellion for more past than future because I think so too. I'm obsessed with every John Bellion song that is available. Yeah. And the dude, I mean, he might be one of those guys that just like, I don't want to make that much more music coming out. I just kind of want to live my life with my wife, my family, and all this. But he's still going to make some great songs too. So. Yeah, good pick. What, we should we should have a caveat here. Do, do you get any music he's produced? Mm. Nah, I don't think so because we've we've historically said his name has to either be in the subject line or if or we were like the really or the, or the song title. If we're like really deep cut at this shit, we do producers that start with A to oh Z. That's like we would have to. We're be never gonna do that. Really <laughs> good like, at this. Uh, like, uh, Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mozart, I guess. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. Well, what's that was, your it's kind of interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I got a, a laundry list of Yeah, I do, I do too. There's, so. You can't really go wrong here. And honestly, this is going to be shocking. It's something I know you're not going to take, but I'm sticking to my guns. I am taking Justin Bieber. I love Justin Bieber. I know he's going to keep putting out a ridiculous amount of music, and like the hit rate isn't that good, but we're still going to get one good song every year. Like The man puts out yeah. so much music. So I'll yeah. take my Biebs. And I stand by it. He's one of the best vocalists of our generation incredible sure. vocalist no I, I mean it's not a bad pick by any means so i have i'm torn here because there is somebody who i want to take but is another rapper and i feel like i need to diversify because with artists i've been i've been kind of bad about taking non-rappers yeah, so i'm gonna take my two rappers in your one dad band i know i know and i think i'm gonna do that again uh so like i'm actually gonna take my fourth well fifth overall because john Bellion would have been in there obviously but I'm going to take my fifth overall instead of my fourth overall, and I'm going to go with John Mellencamp to round it out. I love John Mellencamp, and I'll tell you you in a second who the other rapper I was going to take is. Very nice. Yeah, I feel like I might do something similarly here and go like a little outside of the usual branch. I don't know what just came out of my mouth. Usual branch. 
the one I'm not going to take that I'm thinking about is John Mayer. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if much is coming left with John Mayer, and I could do without ever listening to a John Mayer song again as much as I love John Mayer and respect him. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Jimi Hendrix, I think. I think just okay. get a little classic rock in my life, and it's just a large discography of really impressive guitar soloists, one of the best guitarists of all time. And here we go down our laundry list. You want to go first? Yeah. Yeah, so the rapper that I wanted to take who would technically have been next in line is Jadakiss. I love Jadakiss. I yeah, think he's like one of the- With the amount of J's, I probably would have trashed on you if you took a Jadakiss. <laughs> Dude, Jadakiss is one of the best rappers of all time. All right. Straight, straight up. He has, a, he has a top five lyricist of all time. Okay, Mr. Rap Guy, whatever you say. <clears throat> I mean, you're probably right. That's, that's not know. a hot take. I it's can't like, even like think a, of a Jadakiss song, but I know he's like, like in, the letters in my head look familiar. The L-O-X. <laughs> He's a part of the group called it the LOX, Jada Kiss. He's in like your favorite rapper's top New five. New York. Is he in that song? I think he is. Always time. Always. Uh, Jada Kiss, yeah. He's like literally like if you hear any rappers interviewed, like the game, Eminem, Jay-Z, they're all like, well, top top three has got to be Jada Kiss. They like always say Jada Kiss first because he's that odd. good. Very Jadakiss little is dreams. Nice. He's a very he's super, nice. super, <laughs> super nice with it. Interesting. All right. Let me go down my, my list and then you can take whatever you want from there. Uh, JID was on my, my honorable mm-hmm. mentions, J rock, Joey, badass, Justin Timberlake, John Denver, Johnny cash, John legend, mm-hmm. and then the rest you, you've already mentioned. Yeah. What else did I have here? Um, I mean, if you're, you'd have been pretty crazy to take Jack Harlow, but we've been, uh, I mean, he's a name tires lately. He is a yeah. name. Uh, Jamie Cullum, Jacob Collier, James Blake, James Taylor, Jack Johnson, Janice Joplin. All these sounds so familiar. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Buffett, uh, the Jackson oh, Five. Yeah. So you really can't go wrong here. I also my list is ridiculous. John Bellion, Justin Bieber, and Jimi Hendrix. If that doesn't perfectly describe me as a music yeah. fan, because it makes no fucking sense, then I don't know what does. Yeah, and then I go Jay Z, J Cole, John Mellencamp. <laughs> That's also like I literally <laughs> said it before you picked. It. I was like, you usually go two rappers and then one dad band, and there yep. you did it. <laughs> here, here I am. So predictable man. So Jay, is Jay the best letter of all time? Let us know. We think so as yeah. of right now. At for sure, out pop. of the first thirteen letters, uh, thirteen. Dude, you got to stop 13? asking these questions. So I have to stop <laughs> doing alphabet math. Yeah, well, it's a great letter for artists. It did us very well. I think we're gonna have a good playlist with some of these songs. Uh, moving on to "Pass the Ox." Ryan and I did a joint "Pass the Ox." We knew this was gonna be a fairly long episode, and we were kind of kicking around the idea of doing I "Pass just, the Ox" anyway. I did it because I didn't want to do more work. I was like, "This well, works." I was listening that's to why I said, uh, long episode. I was we're listening done. to back to back uh, from Drake on that pregame playlist. We have a lot of Drake on the pregame playlist, but it's like spread out from different generations of Drake. So I feel like it's not so mm-hmm. bad. Um, and I was like, "Damn!" I just like remember walking through college in this song it's just such a great song and you were like yeah it pretty much ended the life of meek mill and i was like i well i asked you i was like who was this song the beef who is this the snapback to and you kind of were like yo this this was a big moment in history i was like all right let's talk about it kyle so go ahead tell me all about this so i won't i won't say it ended the career of meek mill necessarily but it really changed it changed public perception on meek mill heavily Bless you. I'm, I'm getting choked up thinking about it. <laughs> uh, so Meek before, right? Meek before back to back and before beefing with Drake and before dating Nicki Minaj and all this shit was like the street rapper yeah, from his era. Like the guy who was releasing mixtapes of the Dream Tasters. He had dreams and nightmares and everybody was like riding around on four wheelers thinking that they were the shit in Philly. Mm-hmm. Like he was the street guy who had like a video of him rapping at 14 with braids like on the street. 
looking nappy as hell and then becoming a big rapper. Like he was the street guy. Yeah. Back to back happens. People are like, oh shit. Did Meek Mill Drake- started it though? He had to clap it. Yeah, Drake so the reason un, you know, I, just go after Hold somebody. on, I'm getting there. Hold on. This is a discussion, so, Kyle. You get angry when I just speak at all. Well, do you want me to give you the you asked me to put this together to give you context? <laughs> and so so he drops a song with Drake on it. It's called Rico. It's on his album. What's that album called? Dreams Worth More Than Money. Drake proceeds to not tweet or promote Meek Mill's album. Meek mm. gets oh, mad. Oh, I do remember this. I do. Yeah, so so since Drake didn't promote his album, Meek gets mad and Drake's just like, dude, <laughs> the hell, I thought you were a street guy. Like, I thought you were cool. And then like drops a subtle jab song at him. Meek gets pissy, but doesn't respond. Does not do a response track to the first song that Drake drops. Drake oh, then dropped yes. two days later, back to back, and people were just like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. And then Meek that. finally puts out a song a week later, that was not good, and did not do anything for a street cred. Dr- or excuse me, Meek then goes quiet. People Dude, don't I really forgot hear from him. Back to back is a back to back diss track. It's quite literally a back to back diss track. Yeah, I'm re-falling in love with this song. Meek goes quiet at that point and then kind of just like isn't really doing much. He drops an album or a mixtape a year later. He drops another album in 2017. Neither of them do numbers. Neither of them are really anything big. And then like all of a sudden people start clowning on Meek Mill. Like Meek kind of becomes this meme and is like seen doing goofy shit. And like people are like make fun of the way, the way he walks and stuff. So like this real tough street dude who is kind of like the voice of the streets becomes this like joke. I think primarily because Drake did this it's in my personal opinion it's like that's a turning point yeah like if if corny boy drake can come for you and there's no repercussion from this big street dude f- from philly meek like people started looking at him different fast forward 2018 they squashed the beef they put out another song called going bad and they're like oh we're buddies again and people are like yeah but like you're still <laughs> you're still kind of corny now yeah. so those, those those are the three songs i'm going to put on the on the uh the playlist for you we're gonna go rico the first one that sparked the beef because drake didn't promote it then we're gonna go back to back then we're gonna do going bad which is the, oh, nice. the crushing the beef Dude, so those this is the exactly why past to. the ox was made this was like just yeah. a nice cohesive story with the three songs love it um yeah. <laughs> also before you're totally the guy that like in a powerpoint presentation like has to wait for the end for questions like i asked one yeah. in the middle and you're like dude like, no, I ha- that's the on. next slide can you just give me a second it's like oh shit. well that's the thing okay. it's like I, 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 that shit pisses me off. Like at work, that yeah, shit even pisses me off. I'm like, I'm like simmer, simmer, Gonna dog. Answer like, a question we're, we're in a minute. There. Like, that's a dumb question. I have the answer. <laughs> it's on the next slide. Hold on. I know everything. <laughs> but in work, it's like real professor. It's like, oh, that's actually a great question. Great question. Right? question. Goes to the if next slide. It's right fucking be here. on the next slide. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you could just be patient, shut up during my presentation, that'd be great. <laughs> but uh, no i just it, it's just it's rough for me with me because like i want to listen to his music and i want to believe what he's saying now but i'm just like dude yeah. i saw that video of you diving into a swimming pool it wasn't good <laughs> like <laughs> did you see that video uh no i'm gonna have to see that um, it just it but just honestly, came out like other than the ago, other hilarious. than when like pusha totally destroyed drake and like exposed his son that he's been hiding drake usually yeah. comes out on top with these disses because it's like yeah. you diss him back and he's like <laughs> whatever i'm drake <laughs> he just right. like, yeah. doesn't give a shit yeah. he's, he's untouchable he's like yeah. i was sorry i was playing basketball on nike's campus like, i wasn't oh, really sorry. concerned I can't hear with you. what you're you were on the other side of my house and that's a different zip code away so i just you're gonna have to speak up <laughs> like, so i just so i just didn't realize you were talking to me yeah. it's like yeah the whole sun thing that was i mean that's push a t for you though yeah. push a t is really about Ugh. that life i think that's the difference that's actually a perfect 
kind of capping point to this is like Pusha T did that. Meek Mill didn't respond for two days and Drake was like, okay, I'll drop another. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's the difference. Like that's, that's kind of where it separated in my mind. Like Pusha really street dude actually does this stuff. And me kind of just like, I don't think I'm not trying to take away from Meek street cred. He has way more street cred than I will ever have. I understand that. <laughs> but I think that he got a little bit soft with the fame and started to realize that kind of stuff. Whereas Pusha T was just like, no, like don't come for me. Yeah. I will expose your child that no one knows about. I love a good rap beef when nobody dies. Like, I have to put that precursor on it. Like, when someone gets murdered, it's like, guys, this was too far. Come on. Not as fun anymore, guys. We're (laughs) all just, we're enjoying the songs. Can we just yell at each other and rap things? Like, can we just put away the weapons? (laughs) Can't we all be like, illegitimate children? You have a kid that no one knows about. (laughs) I'm not trying to shoot you. (laughs) Oh, man. Pay child support. (laughs) Well, I think that's it. <laughs> it's a great capping <laughs> point to this episode. If you're new, check the, out the playlist. Uh, what's it called? Description. We have the playlist of everything we just talked about in here. Every single thing. And um, Kyle, we're going to be together this weekend. If 100% yeah. it's going to be dropping the album, then maybe we'll actually do a quick little emergency. Yeah, what we're thinking about listen. it. Just gas some beers like the old days. Gas some beers on a couch in West Lafayette and talk about music. Yeah, we could we could do we could do the, like the classic move and do an Instagram live of us listening to it. There'd be like three people watching and we're just like <laughs> in the corner. It'd actually be really fun. I really want to do Instagram live soon. We, we we're going to graduate that, yeah. there. Uh, so thanks, everybody. <laughs> that's, that's all it for today, and we'll hear from you soon. Got it. We out!